The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The car sped by me, and in my mind, I was hoping it would crash. And then one mile down the road, there was the car, flipped over on its roof. I'm Tom Stewart, and this is my paranormal story. Before I start this episode, a few quick thank yous as usual. Thank you to Sherry Crow and Irene Frasher for your generous donations to my PayPal and to Scott Castle for donating to my Cash App. Podcasts unfortunately cost money, and you guys are helping me keep this and to keep it ad-free, so I just have to say thank you so much. And if you'd like to support the podcast, there's a donate button on my website at myparanormalstory.com. Every little bit helps. And I also have t-shirts and coffee mugs for sale on the website too. And all that goes towards keeping the podcast on the air. So thank you so much for your support. I got some emails this week from Faith Guana, Elise Carlson, and Jennifer Spencer, who had a really spooky story of her own. Please feel free to email me if you have any questions, comments, or a paranormal story that you'd like to tell me. I love reading your emails, and I also respond as soon as I can. So email me at myparanormalstorypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for My Paranormal Story Podcast. I want to send out a big thank you to two of the coolest people, Michelle and Eric Connor, the brother and sister hosts of the podcast, We Believe, Do You? They had me on their podcast, and I had a blast talking with them. I pretty much talked their ears off. We touched on so many things about the paranormal, investigations, personal experiences, TV shows, ghost hunting gadgets, podcasts, and so much more. It's probably going to be a two-part episode. You should definitely check out all their episodes, though. The podcast, again, is called We Believe, Do You? And don't forget, if you have a podcast any kind of podcast, really, and you'd like to have me as a guest, just shoot me an email and tell me a little about yourself and your show, and maybe I'll talk your ears off too. And one more gigantic thank you to everyone who has been listening to my new podcast called Celebrity Paranormal Experiences. I'm having a lot of fun sharing stories about famous people who have had paranormal experiences, and so far I'm up to, I think, seven episodes? And they're short, so you can binge a few of them at one time. The podcast is still new, so it's not everywhere yet, but you can find it on Audible, Stitcher, Ghana, and iHeartRadio. Or just go to the website, cpxshow.com, 
and you can check out all the episodes. There is also an Instagram and Facebook page too. Just search for Celebrity Paranormal Experiences. And I have a TikTok coming soon too. I actually might do TikToks for both of my podcasts. I'm not sure yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. But anyway, just an overall thanks to everyone for all of your support. And now, here's this week's episode. When it comes to the paranormal, there are many different types of phenomena that can be experienced and studied. Now, most of my episodes on this podcast are about spirits, ghosts, and haunted houses. But this episode is going to be a little different. A few times on this podcast, I've delved into other areas of the paranormal. Talked about things like UFOs, guardian angels, ESP, and premonitions. There are so many paranormal situations in our lives that we just don't know very much about. One of those is called psychokinesis. Psychokinesis is the ability to influence or manipulate things, people, or ideas using just the power of your thoughts. You've probably heard the saying, mind over matter. A lot of people think that's a real thing. There are some who believe if you focus on something hard enough, it's possible to make that thought a reality. And some studies have shown that there's some truth to this. Many athletes have noticeably improved their performances by simply thinking long and hard about the actions they wanted to improve. For instance, my favorite baseball player of all time is Ted Williams. And many of Ted's teammates used to hate having to share a hotel room with him because Ted would often stay up all night long in that room, standing in front of the mirror, holding a baseball bat. And he would stare at himself in that mirror and just imagine himself hitting a baseball over and over again. And today, most people consider him to be the greatest hitter of all time. Even NBA superstars, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, have both admitted publicly that mindfulness and meditation were big parts of their athletic successes. People have been meditating to improve their health and their lives for hundreds of years. World-famous author Rhonda Byrne wrote a best-selling book called The Secret, which teaches readers that the things you think are the things you will attract. So if you're able to control your thoughts, in some ways you can control your life. It all seems like common sense. But for some reason, most of us aren't in touch with our minds. Many of us haven't realized that we can project our thoughts into the universe and that those abilities can be used for both good and bad. You've probably already seen examples of psychokinesis in the mainstream media, like movies and books, for instance, Stephen King's novel, Carrie, which was turned into a movie, 
was about a young girl who discovers she has the power to enact revenge on others with just her thoughts. In 1982, the comedy movie Zapped, where the main character develops mindfulness powers to the amusement of him and his friends. And of course, there's the Star Wars movies, which has characters like Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, and Yoda using the Force to literally manipulate and interact with objects and people. And when you think about it, the Force is really just an extreme example of psychokinesis. Now these movies are obviously extreme cases of this unproven ability, but PK, psychokinesis, as sometimes it's called, has been studied by scientists for hundreds of years. There have even been studies and experiments conducted by governments and militaries. The ability to be able to control your surroundings with just your thought would obviously make one very powerful. My question to you, have you ever had a moment where something you were thinking suddenly happened? And it just seemed to be a little bit more than a coincidence. It's happened to me several times. And each time, it's been a little freaky. When I was a young boy, I had a vivid imagination. For some reason, I used to think I had some sort of superpower where I could control things with my mind. I don't know. I probably watched Star Wars one too many times. But I can definitely remember sitting on my bed, staring at my teddy bear on the bureau, trying to make it move with my mind. I would gaze at it until my eyesight went blurry. My mind would be totally focused on that teddy bear. And the more I did this, the longer I would find myself being able to hold this trance. I would literally lose track of time staring at this bear. And of course it never moved, but I never gave up trying. Then one stormy afternoon, I was up in my room once again determined to move this bear with my mind. I sat on my bed with my legs crossed and stared at the bear until I was lost in my own mindfulness. And the sound of the rain against the window had me in a meditative state. But then out of nowhere, a loud clap of thunder shook me awake. And when I looked at my bureau, the teddy bear had fallen over. Well, this was all I needed to be convinced that I had a superpower. Everywhere I went, I would try to stare at things and control them with my mind. But other than that one time with the teddy bear, it never worked again. Until one day in the ninth grade. There was a girl in school that I had a crush on named Gloria. She had blonde hair, blue eyes, and a great smile. Everyone loved being around her. She was one of the cool kids, but I 
was not. At that age, I was actually pretty quiet and shy, believe it or not. If it wasn't for my sense of humor, I would have been the ultimate outcast. I had very few friends and had never had a girlfriend, and I was too shy to talk to her. So I figured my only chance to get her to like me was to somehow be a superhero. It was early spring, and the teacher was giving us a break from schoolwork by letting us make spring decorations for the classroom. We were all making little art projects with our construction paper and markers. There were lots of little paper birds and sunshines with big smiley faces. And before the end of class, the teacher let us all take turns hanging our decorations on the wall above the chalkboard. One by one, each student would take a pushpin and hang up their artwork. Some of the kids who were too short to reach would use a small step stool. It was only about two steps up, but just enough to possibly cause injury if one of them were to fall backwards. And for some reason, when I saw this, my mind started imagining Gloria climbing up on the stool, falling and hitting her head on the desk. I just kept picturing it in my mind over and over again, like some strange dark movie scene on repeat. And then, when it was finally her turn to hang up her decoration, I watched as she walked from her desk to the front of the classroom. And as soon as she climbed up on the step stool, I rushed over from my desk. And sure enough, as she was pushing that pin into the wall, she lost her balance and fell backwards off the stool. But there I was, in perfect position to catch her in my arms it saved the day. The teacher praised me as a hero. And for the rest of the day, I kept catching Gloria staring at me. Episodes of psychokinesis have continued to take place every now and then throughout my life. I was in my late 20s. It was late at night, about 2 in the morning and I was driving home from the nightclub I used to work in as a DJ. Now at this time of night, it's not uncommon to see drunk drivers doing stupid things on the highway. It was all I could do to try and stay safe on my rides home. And nothing would upset me more than when drunk people would speed past me recklessly. Most nights I would think to myself, where's a cop when you need one? And every once in a while, I'd laugh to myself as I passed by the drunk speeder, pulled over in the breakdown lane with the police behind them. But on one particular night, my thoughts went a little too far. I was on Interstate 95, driving home to my apartment, like usual, when a red Camaro came racing up behind me, doing at least 100 miles per hour. I thought for sure they were going to hit me. And at the last minute, they swerved to the left just as I swerved to the right, and they barely missed hitting me. I was enraged. I mean, I was so angry. All I could picture in my head was their car crashing. I even said it out loud. I hope you crash. 
well, about a mile or two up the road, on a section of the highway famously called the S-Curves, there was the red Camaro, flipped upside down on its roof. The news the next day said the driver was going to be okay, but I still couldn't help feeling guilty. But perhaps the spookiest case of psychokinesis I've ever experienced happened sometime in the early 2000s. I had been in a relationship with the same woman for about four years. We were living together, and times were tough. We were both working a lot, trying to pay the bills, you know, just trying to get by. But otherwise, I thought things were going well between us. But then I slowly started to suspect that she might be cheating on me. I was seeing all the signs. She was staying late at work. She was going out to meet with friends that I didn't know. And my instincts were screaming, she's cheating on you. Eventually one thing led to another and we ended up breaking up. But soon after our breakup, I was able to confirm through mutual friends that she was, in fact, cheating on me. But not only that she was cheating, but who she was cheating on me with. It was someone she was working with. And the worst part was, she had actually introduced me to him a couple of times. We actually shook hands and stood there chatting, with him full well knowing that he was hooking up with my girlfriend, and I didn't know it. As much as I was mad at her, I was just as mad at him. And this led to all sorts of scenarios inside my head. At first I had thoughts of someone hurting him. I would fantasize about a person beating him up or attacking him after work. But as my anger grew, my mindfulness got darker and darker. I started thinking about things like someone cutting his brake lines or rigging his car so he'd get into a really bad accident. Emotionally, I was in a pretty bad place, and my mind was directing all that anger at him. I'm not proud of it. And I've learned to deal with those thoughts over the years. And slowly, with time and the help of friends, I was able to climb out of that dark place. I eventually got over the breakup. And I had completely forgotten about all those revenge thoughts I was having about him. But then five or six months later, I was looking at Facebook. And I saw someone post something about him. And it shook me to the core. He had been on vacation in California and was in a bad accident. And it turns out, he didn't survive. If you think you've ever had an episode of psychokinesis, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me at myparanormalstorypodcast at gmail.com. My Paranormal Story is written, produced, and narrated by me, Tom Stewart. 
Music from this episode courtesy of Kevin McLeod at Uncomptech.com. If you enjoy my stories and would like to support the podcast, there's a donate button on the website at myparanormalstory.com. I also have t-shirts and mugs for sale. Just click the button at the top of the website. Unfortunately, podcasts cost money, and I really want to keep mine ad-free, so every donation helps. Also, I recently wrote my first book called The 10 Best Tools for Ghost Hunting. If you've ever wanted to learn more about the gadgets used in paranormal investigation, you can check out my book on Kindle or Amazon.com, or you can hear me read it to you on Audible.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll know when I've added new episodes, and feel free to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for My Paranormal Story Podcast. And if you have a podcast, you'd like to have me as a guest, or if you'd like to ask me a question or tell me your paranormal story, email me at myparanormalstorypodcast at gmail.com. And of course, a good review and a five-star rating would help my podcast reach even more people. Thanks for listening. I'm Tom Stewart, and this is My Paranormal Story. <laughs>